Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Gamer Heroes. This is our 11th episode. I'm, I'm glad you guys stuck with us. I'm your host, John. We've got my other co-hosts here. You know, they're co-hosts, Derek and Zach. Say what's up, guys. Hey. How's it going? So today we've got a really fun topic in light, in spirit of the NCAA tournaments for March Madness. We're going to do some matchups. Before we get into that, I want to cover a couple couple things on news. This is kind of a big week for, for games. Uh, Arissa finally dropped on Tuesday. And this just in, I still cannot select her as a playable character because everyone else is still playing her. Have you guys had a chance to check her out? I know, Zach, we tried to sell you on, on Overwatch. <laughs> but Derek, have you checked her out? Are you there? Sorry, I'm here now. Uh, no, the, the the Switch has monopolized my time so much that I've barely played anything else. Um, Wait, I've, what is the Switch? The only other games I've played have been mobile games. So I haven't touched Overwatch since Orisa came out. Well, it, you're like I said, you're not missing anything. You probably won't be able to play her at least until next week because everyone and their mother is is clicking the shit out of the button when they start the match. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that's just the way it goes. What you have to do is you have to basically stay in the same queue or find a group of friends where you guys can alternate. Um, so you know maybe we just need to get the local group together and and just have a time where we can alternate through and all give it a shot. And and play like adults and give each other chances. And <laughs> yeah, pretty much, you know. Um, the one thing to note about it is sh- her competitive play is delayed a week. Um, so while she came out to the public regions on the 21st of March, she will not be playable in competitive mode until the 28th. Um, so if you're, you know, rushing the player in competitive, it, it's not even available yet. So. I, I think I kind of back that decision, though. I, th- I, I know they've done a... a fairly a good amount of testing on her but you don't want to put her in competitive play until you've worked out every kink so i i totally get that delay yeah it makes sense i'm not i'm not remembering if they did that for um sombra or anna but um they did that for diva well, did they not well she was a launch character so gotcha. um they may have removed her from competitive for a short time at some point if there was something broken but um, I don't remember, Anna and, and Sombra were the first two expansion characters, so to speak, and now Orisa's the third. Um, I don't remember if they did the same thing for the first two or not, but I think it's a safe bet. Competitive is a complicated thing, and Blizzard's really trying to launch this esports stuff pretty hardcore, and so they've got to find a way to make it uh, even. So, I, I totally get that. I mean, they like you said, they got a lot on their plate, so... <laughs> The, I, I, overall, they've been very successful in how they've rolled things out. 
and um, in which order. So I think they've done pretty well. Um, what other news do you guys want to discuss? I know we've got um, – you said you were hitting up some mobile games here. Would yeah. that happen to be Super Mario Run? It is. So I'm an Androider uh, through and through. I've had an iPhone 4S, but other than that, I've had just tons of Android phones. I love them. So I've been waiting for this moment. Yes. And so <laughs> I've been playing now. I finally get to play. It's, <laughs> it's fun. I like it. It's it's a good game. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, for those who don't know, it's it's free to download and play the first world. Um, but then you got to buy it, and it's $9.99. And then that's it. Everything is unlocked or everything is unlocked by playing at that point. There's no pay to play or pay to win after that. It's it's a flat $9.99 fee and it has the Nintendo polish. Uh, Zach, I know that you've been playing it. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I uh, bought it when it came out for uh, Apple because I, I have an iPhone and, and I, I love it. It's I haven't played Boom. it in a couple weeks, but um, yeah, I know, I know. But uh, <laughs> it's a really quality game. It's definitely well made. It's definitely... It has the the fun of a Mario game with the the, the charm and, and gimmick, I guess, of, of being able to play with one hand because really you just tap the screen to, to jump. Um, but they they still got creative with it. The level design's great. It, it's it's a lot of fun. There's some new there's some new abilities he can do that I or that actually they combined some abilities from the older Mario games that I, I actually newer ones sorry that I liked a lot better. Um, I like the the ability like let's say you. You overstep the jump a little bit, right? You you jump that gap a little too short. You can continue to tap the screen. He will keep popping off walls until he gets you back up. I love that. Yeah, they've really they've made the one hand play work really well. Yeah, um, I've kind of impressed with that. And so, you know, it's the the fun part isn't so much beating the levels; it's getting all the coins because yes. there's five colored coins, and every time not every time, of course, there's a limit. But when you collect the first five, then it's there's a new set that are in the different different locations, harder to get. Um, and I think there's at least three sets, right? Uh, yeah, three sets per level, and that that is the most fun. Uh, beating the level was was cool, but yeah, the coin the coin play is a lot of fun. Going back because there's there's three sets. You get all of I think the pink coins first, and then it's uh, blue second, second maybe. Is it purple? Uh, yeah. Says the colorblind guy. <laughs> <laughs> but they get more and more challenging, and there are, there's still quite a few levels where I haven't even gotten the first set of coins because they were just such a pain in the ass. But uh, but so yeah, like there's a lot of replay and a lot of reason to keep playing. That plus the whole um, ability where you can race against your friends and uh, oh, yeah. expand your Toad Kingdom. Like there, there's a lot going on that makes it really worth playing. And, and I don't know, I was hesitant about that nine dollar price point up front, but but I don't regret it now at all. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm very quick to add on to it. I mean, you know, there's a lot of cheap games out there. Don't get me wrong. If you just want free or cheap games, they're out there. But if you want a Nintendo game, this this is a great Nintendo game for your phone. Yeah, Nintendo always gets my money. <laughs> One way or another, right? They have all of my money right now, basically. It's all All of it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting here talking with you guys, looking at the fact that I just got my, uh, whatever they were called, the little plastic grips that says the Joy-Con grip kit, the Surge Oh, thing. yeah. Like yeah, I, just, sure. I literally just got mine in today. They're awesome. I got mine in earlier. I, I worked from home today, so I uh, got them this afternoon and was able to give them a try. Really comfortable. I oh, mean, yeah. just 
high quality. They really did a good job putting these together. I really like the thumb grips. They come with thumb grips for the joysticks, and I, I'm just going to leave those on. I know. I'm so. actually going to keep those on all the time now. You, you guys yeah, just going to rub it in, right? Because I didn't get any. <laughs> I didn't get them yet. <laughs> <laughs> See how awesome ours are, but you know that's your. So loss. for those, so for those who are listening, the um, the grips that they're talking about are controller shaped. Uh, if you had any, if you played local co-op on um, with the with the Joy Cons, you would have found out that the controller is very small and kind of awkward in your hand. These will help a ton. Yeah, I mean, like if you if you held them sideways, think about back to like the Wii, you know, and you would hold the Wii uh, remote sideways to play like Mario games and stuff. And there were these plastic accessories you could get that the Wii remote slid into to make it easier to grip, like an old style controller. And that's basically what these are, but nicer. The Wii was bigger yeah. though, too, so I, it made it a little easier to hold. That's what she said, Zach. Oh God! You can edit that out if you want. Um, anyway, yeah, right. <laughs> Segwaying. Um, what else do you guys want to talk about news-wise? I know Super well, Super Bomber R got something going on here. Yeah, they got some patches, so we all got our asses kicked when yes. we played together. And you know, look. I'm the first one to be like, well, there's no way I'm the problem. I'm a great video game player. <laughs> but no, we were really getting our asses kicked, like not even winning ma like single matches. I think we played 12 rounds or 12 matches and we only won one round. And that was John. Um, on accident. On accident. Yeah. Everyone just and happened so like, to die. <laughs> well, it turns out that there were some issues with the sensitivity on the controllers and the accuracy of moving the character to the correct locations. And for those who don't play top-down Bomberman games, where you are in relation to the blocks that uh, hide you and things like that is crucial. You know, did the fire touch you? Did it not touch you? Was there a bomb? You know, these things are pivotal in the game. And so I'm excited to play it with this patch and see if I'm really that bad or um, if that was some of the issue. So um, the only other thing I really want to, to touch on at all um, has to do with... Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, I think it's important to point out that this game sold in the first two weeks 2.6 million copies. Yeah, that's a lot. Which, I mean, that is so impressive. To kind of put that in perspective, Nintendo wants to sell 2 million Switches in the month of March. Um, in four weeks, they want to sell 2 million consoles. In two weeks, in half that time, Horizon Zero Dawn for the PS4 sold 2.6 million copies. So just congratulations to those guys. I mean, the game had a little bit of a delay. It was supposed to come out in 2016, and mm -hmm. I've yet to hear anything negative about it. So I, I've got it. I've got to sit down and play it. Good. I, I mean, that's on my list. I'm going to wait for uh, wait for it to come come down in price a little bit. I've got a couple games I'm waiting on <laughs> to come down in price before I purchase them. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to play that game when I get to it. Um, first, right. First, I'd like to at least get a little further in Zelda before I go <laughs> venture into another game. That's open world. <laughs> fair, fair enough. So yeah. is one of those other games on your list, Resident Evil? Yes. I, I am waiting till that goes way down in price. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Man. Bar not that I'm not that cheap. Like I, I'll I'll pay like twenty nine ninety nine, but I mean we're talking that's half price. So 
You're going to have to get PSVR, man, because I hear that's like the only way to play. That, you're totally right. I just don't think it's there yet. So. Okay, fair enough. We, we discussed this. If you guys want to go check out episode six. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless we plug. This. <laughs> Shameless plug. That's right. Um, so all right. Well, I think because of what our topic is, I think we should probably move on to it because I think it's going to be a little time uh, time consuming. So as John said, we're doing our basically our March Madness showdown of video game characters. We're pitting 16 different characters up against each other and there'll be four rounds with the fourth round being our championship round. And I thought we could just kind of run through who the characters are real quick and what the first matchups are. Um, Cause I'm not sure how far we're going to get today in the first one. Um, if you're curious about the bracket and you want to see the bracket, I'm going to post a picture of the bracket in the show notes for this episode. So go to heroespodcast.com and you'll be able to find it there under gamer heroes or on, you know, you can search for it. Um, if you want to see the bracket, drop us so, a comment, man, pick, pick your winner. And we'll yeah, see I want, if, you, if you were right. <laughs> yes, yeah, so let's find out what you guys um, are interested in too from uh, these characters. Did we pick the right ones? Um, so, Zach, why don't you tell us who our 16 characters are? All right, our 16 characters are Mario, Rayman. Uh, I'm going to say this wrong. Is it just Diva? It's Diva. It's just Diva. Okay. Yeah, Just obviously, I, I know nothing about Overwatch, but uh, he plays Overwatch so much. <laughs> I am all about the Overwatch. I, I watch it over, over all over. over yeah, dad joke. Um, next up, we got Link and Master Chief. My Samus. boy. Oh yeah, Gordon Freeman. Rooting for my boy Gordon. Spoilers. Yep. Uh Star Fox, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, Sonic, Phoenix. Big Daddy, just Marcus any old Big Phoenix. Daddy from the Bioshock franchise. Uh, Nova, Bayonetta, and Lara Croft. So quite a bit of popular big hitters uh, showing up for this. And they're not all human either. We've got some. Uh, we've got a dragon in there and a hedgehog, and um, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so our first matchup, just to get it out of the way, our first matchup is. Mario versus Rayman. And I'm going to take the lead on this one with Mario um, being a guy who's a little obsessed with Nintendo. So, yeah, I might be a little biased here, but let's let's talk a bit about Mario. So who is Mario? He's the he's a plumber. Sure. But he is <laughs> he has countless abilities based on the available power ups um, between the ability to shoot fireballs the Tanuki suit that allows him to fly around. He has um, the ability to shoot ice. He can um, shoot himself up into the air and do wall jumps. He basically is a parkour master <laughs> and consistently takes down a giant fire-breathing uh, snapping turtle and his minion army on a regular basis. Um, so... I'm going to go ahead and say that Mario would take down Rayman in a fight any day of the week. Just come to Mushroom Kingdom and we'll find out. Dang, he threw the gloves down quick. You yeah. you underestimate my man Rayman here. Okay. <laughs> he, not only is he a floating character, he's got a bunch of magical properties. You can find him wearing white gloves, which he will throw down in Mario's face. Okay, He has a red bandana, purple body, 
And you can often find him wearing a white ring, which again has magical properties. So just to give you just to give you a little bit of a taste, his hands are really, really big. Okay. So he has something <laughs> called a mega punch. A mega punch? You're telling us he has a he has a uh, uh, genetic disorder. That that's all I'm hearing. That's that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, do you want to be hit with a hand that's three times the size of your body? That's what I'm saying. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I think I'd rather get hit by that than like a bunch of fireballs. Yeah. You know, or, that, that or would have totally... a turtle shell thrown at me. Well, that mm-hmm. would hurt if he had a body. He wears a purple shirt. He doesn't have a body. He's mainly invisible. His body okay, is not existent. But he can still take damage, right? Um, when he has his heavy metal fists and he's using them to block, he can he can not only increase his power, but he can take a lot more damage. So what what do you what kind of fireball do you think can can penetrate giant fists that are blocking? <laughs> well, he's gonna light that purple shirt on fire. <laughs> well, he's got the all right. So if he if you don't want it to be the fireballs, he's got the ice balls. So all he's got to do is shoot Rayman, freeze him. And then you know, do his you know spinning jump down on him, knock him into a off a ledge or something. Okay, so if you didn't know, Rayman can float, and okay. he can he can he has a ability. It's called so uh, it's like a copter, like a hair copter ability, where his hair will twirl and he can actually float. <laughs> okay. So you're not knocking him off any ledges here. All right. No. What else can the plumber do? No legends. Well, like like I said, you, you can he can freeze him and he can set him on fire and he can jump on top of him and crush him just like a Goomba. Um, you know, Mario's got the same. Who do you call uh, a Goomba? Mario's got the same kind of helicopter ability with one of his power ups. It's a mushroom hat that uh, has a cop a helicopter um, thing on top of it, and he can spin up into the air with that. So I mean, there it seems like they're pretty evenly matched, except that Mario has the ability to shoot fire and ice. What do you think, Zach? Are you familiar with Rayman? Help my man out here. He's the real gangster here. Uh, you know, I'm not as familiar with Rayman as I am with Mario. Um, I was interested to hear what you had to say. You made some very good points, uh, but it's not even about popularity. I just I'm, I'm with Derek. I, I think I think Mario's got a wide. Unless there's something you haven't told us, I think Mario's got a wider range of abilities to fall back on. All right, all right. I I'm willing to let Rayman fall in this match. I can't come <laughs> up with anything else because Rayman is just he's just a guy like, <laughs> in a material I've world. Got, I've got more if you want. I mean, you know, there's Metal Mario, of course, um, who I think if he got slapped by a giant hand would hold up pretty well. Um, <laughs> if you allow stuff from Mario 64, I mean, he's got the hat of invisibility. He can make himself completely invisible at that point. Um, you know, so I mean, it just it kind of just it compounds. Mario's got all of these abilities from all of his games over the years, and if he's able to bring all of that to the table, Rayman doesn't stand a chance. I mean, you're totally right. You give him, you give him his heavy metal fists. What's that going to do against a fully metal Mario? Right? right. I mean, we're talking just banging metal against metal, so anyone exactly. can do that. But yep. I mean, he does have an ability called the Vortex, which. It's like it's exactly what it sounds like. It's uh, like a mini tornado. So maybe maybe if you kind of threw that metal around and banged him up and got him all dented in, he might not operate as much. And on top of that, my man Rayman is smart. So 
he done dropped some water on him. We know metal rusts when you drop water on it. Well, sure, but then if if Metal Mario uses the ice balls and freezes um, the metal hands and then can smash them with something, you know, that's going to shatter. I mean, I saw Terminator (laughs) 2. That was liquid nitrogen. Get it right. (laughs) It's still cold is the point. You know, (laughs) that's the idea is that when metal gets cold, it gets brittle. All right, I think I think it's safe to say that Mario would win in a battle against Rayman, and, and and it's because I can't defend him well enough. I tried Rayman. I'm sorry. I let you down. <laughs> I think he'll forgive you. So that All advances right. Rayman to round two. No, Mario. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> okay, I'm nice sorry. Try. I meant Rayman. <laughs> So Mario's going to move on. Rayman is going to go home in the Sweet 16. It was a nice effort. Uh, matchup number two is Overwatch's Diva, the social media gamer mech suit character, and The Legend of Zelda's Link, who, uh, of course, has hundreds if not thousands of years of conquering bad guys. So... Zach, why don't you take Link and tell us a bit about why you think Link can take down a Gatling gun carrying mech suit warrior? Yeah, uh, and I'll be interested to he- hear more about Diva since I don't know much about her. But with Link, gosh, there's just a wide range of abilities and armor. Um, you've got, um, well, I mean, you've got the basic things like the bombs, you've got the ability to freeze time and to freeze, uh, just things in ice. For example, uh, Zelda's got a lot of magic as well as rudimentary, simple machines at his disposable, like the, like the hook shot. Um, I just, I feel like it would be a very thinking of it, like from a gaming standpoint, if, if one were to be playing as Zelda versus D.Va, half of the time in this battle would be like spent in the menu. Like you'd be pausing to, to pull out your freeze time thing. And then you'd be like throwing a bomb and then encapsulating them in ice and then jumping in and, and chipping away. But I mean, and let's not forget like hand to hand combat. I mean, I don't know what, what Diva's like. You said she's got a Gatling gun and all that and a mech suit, but like what, I don't know what she's like in hand to hand combat link, uh, when properly executed has some pretty sweet, uh, uh, parry moves and and some hard hits that he can make. Uh, I mean, especially if he's got um, if he's got a full uh, full uh, heart capsules at his disposal, uh, so, he'd be a force to be taken down. Would you say um, Zelda? Or I would say Link can take some damage, right? He he can take some damage, or I mean, do bullets just pass through him? I mean, I think that's with any matter, right? Uh, right. I mean, he can, he can take some damage. Uh, I mean, I don't want to spoil too much, but you get an ability in the new, uh, Zelda game, the Breath of the Wild, uh, that, I mean, there's a limit to it, but, but you uh, can shield yourself from, uh, uh, any major attack. Like, you've got, like, a little orb that surrounds you, and, and so, I mean, at least for a limited amount of time, like, you've got some pretty... That's, that's pretty funny because uh, Diva seems to have a defense matrix very similar to that. She has a invisible shield she can basically deploy um, that can take, uh, I believe it's infinite. Is that right, Derek? Is that infinite amount of damage? 
it can take an infinite amount of damage for a select amount of time. So okay. yeah, mm-hmm. it, she can't hold it up forever. Um, she can hold it up for a, a few seconds. I forget what the time frame is. Maybe it's so your little 10, wooden, 10, your little wooden seconds. arrows and your uh, little bow staff are are really going to do some damage, huh? <laughs> well, you you make a good point. Like we have to we have to assume. Are we assuming that, that these uh, video game heroes have all of their uh, best weapons and armor at their disposal? Because I'm thinking. I mean, obviously, you start any Zelda game, and Link's not doing shit for you. So, I mean, Diva could kick. You know. Yeah, I I think it has to be these characters at their best because right. some of these like like Diva and Overwatch, these characters don't really. Um, level up from a power or ability perspective. There's not new new weapons or new armor to get. They have their ultimate ability that charges um, over time, but you know, that's think of it you can think of it more as just it has a long cooldown if you really want to think about it that way. Right, um, right. Which means Zelda's got some abilities that have cooldowns as well too. Um and, I mean and let's not I mean let's assume then if, if we're talking post game abilities, Zelda's gonna have his Master Sword. Um that, that's gonna. That's gonna. You mean Link? Yeah, sorry, Link. God, we're talking about the, the <laughs> his girlfriend game, can always yeah. fight his fights for him. I get that, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, that, that's even the better point. Like Zelda, the true hero of these games, like is just gonna show up in the ninth hour, anyways, and and kick you know Diva's ass. So so Link's gonna be dead in the gutter. True. That's sad. But Zelda's gonna step in and be like, yeah, no, we're gonna. This is gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, if again, if he wants his girlfriend to fight his fights for him, he can do that. I just don't <laughs> see what a master sword will do against a mech suit. I think yeah, part of the problem like, is that like, Diva Diva can fly, right? <laughs> and that's that's going to be part of the big issue is she can maneuver so much better than Link can. Now Link's got his glider if you want to give him the glider and things like that, um, but that's more to go downwards. She can move fly in any direction. Um, you know, so all she's got to do is keep a distance and wear Link down over time with the machine guns or, um, you know, do the classic ultimate ability where she flies in and then ejects and it, it, when it explodes. Face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when when her mech suit explodes, there's no way Link's going to survive that. Um, Might I add okay. that when it explodes, if you are not behind cover in the video game, you will automatically die. So... What what kind of cover well, do they have in an open field? I mean, it depends on the map. I mean, he could hide behind rocks or, or things like that. Um, there's always the possibility of him surviving. But I think that over time, Link's going to have to get way too close um, or use an obscene number of bomb arrows to really be able to put a dent in D.Va. Right. I don't I don't want to spoil... Like, if we're going off the, the current game, like, I don't want to spoil some of the abilities that you get. But, but I've gotten... Like, when you beat the first two... Or when you beat the what are they called the the giants the divine beasts beasts yeah the ancient ancient beasts that we said divine the divine, divine beasts thank you yes divine beasts when you beat each of them they give you a special ability and I, I don't know what the third and fourth divine beasts are going to give me but the first two like the abilities given to me by the first two I mean yeah there's a long cooldown on them but on their at their onset like they are absurdly powerful. Well, what? Well, one spoiler alert at this point. Why don't you tell people <laughs> what uh, what those abilities are to kind of give some context? Okay, so the first one you get 
Uh, I can't remember what it's called now, but basically when you die, instead of dying, uh, you get resurrected and you have, I think it's double the hearts that you had before. So th those hearts don't last once you lose them again, but you come back to life with even more health. Maybe it's not double, but it, it's certainly a significant chunk more health than you had when you were struck down. Uh, so that's going to be helpful. And then the second one that I've gotten, uh, it's basically the ultimate block. So you surround yourself by a shield that looks like kind of a techno matrix sort of shield. You hold up your shield and then like literally like a, a, a magical orb surrounds you and that will absorb and, and parry any hit, any blow. Uh, and you have three of those. Now, once you lose all three of those, there's a pretty long cooldown before you get, uh, get them all back. But still, at the, at the onset, you've got three, you've got one, you know, oops, I almost died, I'm an idiot, now I'm back to life and more powerful than ever before. And then you've got three, like, oh, if I remember to, like, hold my button at this time, I'm, I'm gonna be indestructible. Well, those are some really good points. So I think the only way D.Va is really gonna hold out then is she's gotta kill Link essentially three, maybe four times. And if she, if Link is able to wear down her mech suit, she's got to survive long enough with just her pistol and no armor to be able to recall it after it recharges. Right. And in this current game, there's all kinds of different arrows. Uh, you get electric arrows, which I'm assuming her mech suit might be vulnerable to, at least temporarily. That's a good point. That's a good point. John, what do you think? I, I you know, I still don't think... Link can take down a mech suit because even if he, let's say she he did wear her down right and her suit had been just bullet after bullet, eventually her suit will. I mean I don't I assume it runs on some kind of battery right or some kind of energy that has to run out at some point. Link's Link's a living bill a uh, living being so. You know, he uses the spirit of life <laughs> to, to energize him. So is it possible in a realistic way that Link has the ability to survive? So, yeah. So how is Link going to take down a mech suit? That is the real question, right? And I think it's going to come down to a combination of things. The electric arrows could cause some serious issues. Same with the uh, ice arrows. Um, you know, he could definitely slow her down. I think the pivotal thing will come down to this. Can he get her out of the suit before he runs out of those abilities? That's, and that's exactly where I was getting at. And I think, I think that that's a really interesting point because if she's not in the mech suit, she has no armor, she has no shields, she Super has vulnerable. one small pistol, and she's very vulnerable. Um, and so if Link can get her to that point, then I, you know, it's no contest. So how do we make that call? How do we determine if he can get her to that point or not? Hmm. I mean, that's a good question. I, I feel like she would run out of energy. Uh, this we, we assume that this suit is powered by some kind of battery or, or some kind of energy, right? So I feel like at some point any mech suit will drain. Is that not possible? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely possible. We just, we have no frame of reference. I mean, is it good for a week or a day or a year? Um, you know, we really don't know. I mean, this is sci-fi futuristic technology. And uh, we, we have no way of knowing how long her power would last. Um, I'm leaning towards D.Va winning this simply because 
she can keep her distance a lot better than Link can. She can fly around, she can you know shoot with a machine gun, and Link's gonna have to get closer than she is because he's shooting arrows. Right. Um, but what happens if he shoots an electric arrow? Like, what's gonna happen to her? Is she gonna fall out of the sky, or will she stay in place? Like, how does that tech work? I mean, I, I would imagine it's going to hurt her, but I don't think it's gonna you know rend- one arrow is gonna render her inoperable. Or or you know? I, let me let me throw this at you. Thor has shocked Iron Man in the past, and it actually energized him and gave him more power. <laughs> so maybe the, I mean, that's, that's true. Maybe the ability, maybe it will actually recharge her. So maybe shooting an, a shocking arrow would not be a good idea. That's fair. Uh, so what about this? Is there any metal involved in her suit? Metal? Yeah. I mean, the whole. Oh, now that's interesting. Because Link has the the magnet that he, if he could just rip her out of the sky and smash her up against some rocks, like boom! Oh man! It. And imagine imagine if he combined that with the stasis, right? He grabs her, he throws her to the ground with the magnet, and then throws her in stasis and just launches a bunch Wait. of bombs at her. Yep. Yeah. You found I mean, it, man. <laughs> that's impressive because she doesn't have any abilities like that. Um, she has no way to recharge her health, you know, whereas Link, of course, does. Um, so that's – I think that's the answer right there. Attaboy, Zach. <laughs> that was a, that's that like was a two. <laughs> that's like a two-minute warning comeback, like two-minute drill, baby. That was impressive. Um, so I think it's yeah, safe to call this one debunked. I think Link wins that one. Okay. Ooh. So if you disagree with us, let us know, comment. You can find us, of course, on Facebook. Um, Heroespodcast.com has all of our social media links. Let's move on to the third matchup that we're going to go with, and it is Halo's Master Chief and Metroid's Samus. Now, to clarify, Master Chief does have the Cortana AI, and uh, Samus does, of course, have the Metroid suit. So um, I want to keep those things in mind for people because I think those are very significant aspects. All right. We'll dive in there. They're both suits. They're yes, both, they are both suits. They're both powered. They, their powers and abilities come from the mobility and the durability of the metal suits that they wear. So what, <laughs> what do you think this average man, I want to say Master Chief, Average man in a in a suit armed with a pistol or a pulse rifle can do against uh, a suit that has a special type of ability. I, we're talking like like <laughs> how do I put this? Like basically a I can't even. There's no name for it. You know the back of Batman's. She's got like a cannon, like like Mega Man's cannon. Like what do you do? Yeah, she does. You have a pistol, man. Well, so here's the thing. I, I think it's if she, if she you know so she's got the arm cannon. I don't think it's out of the realm to say that he's got the assault rifle since that's you know a standard issue weapon for him. Um, an important distinction to make here is he is the ultimate soldier. He was genetically created. He was trained all of his life um, to wear this armor and be paired with Cortana. You know he this is what he was meant to do. Um, they're incredibly well in sync. And so not only do you have a, you know, a perfectly trained super soldier who has taken on literal armies to save the planet and the, and the galaxy, 
but he is being led and partnered by a hyper-intelligent AI unit that can control all of his armor and abilities, which includes an overshield, super strength, and speed. Okay, so Samus has... She's a renowned galaxy bounty hunter. She has fought dudes 20 times tougher than Master Chief. She has fought space pirates. She has a suit that actually is powered by a a being called Chozo, and this being is even smarter than any any technology known to man that can ever be created. This is a powerful being. This is godly. So, what do you what do you think a man who has man-made technology can do against a god something called the mother brain to be exact well i mean you know spoiler alert but by the end of halo 5 cortana has more or less reached that level um but you know i i think it's going to come down to tactics you know she may be a bounty hunter that that's true but you know master chief is a one-man army and he has at his side a computer that is designed for military um, strategy. And so whether that's what angles to take, where to jump, where to roll, where to lean, um, you know, that all is stuff that Cortana can handle. Even as far as aiming, she can take over. And so where, yeah, Samus has an arm cannon, all you need is a few well-placed bullets from an assault rifle to tear down that suit. And once she's out of the suit, she's... She's a bounty hunter, an experienced bounty hunter, but... Well, that's if he can hit her. Her suit is biological, which means she has the maximum amount of uh, mobility in it. So, I last time I remember, Master Chief didn't have very great mobility. Um, I mean, I've never really known him to have poor mobility. Um, it's kind of a, a, a tough thing to, to kind of compare since it's... Since you're in a video game, it's hard to know if the mobility would be there or not in real life. Well, um, we're talking about a suit that's biologically bound to her. She, it actually becomes her. So we're talking maximum movement. So you're telling me that he, even with his Cortana, his little operating system that failed uh, Microsoft a couple years ago. Um, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, before we go ins- insulting Cortana... <laughs> Uh, Cortana is embedded in the Xbox now, so it certainly has not failed um, as a program. It's definitely more accurate than Siri, but um, that's you know, damning by faint praise. Well, <laughs> um, I mean, you know, Cortana is incredibly important. She's incredibly valuable and highly sophisticated. The entire Halo Reach game is about saving her from this planet to get her. Uh, to where she needs to be that, you know, an entire group of people, you know, risk their lives for this one, your character, you know, dies, uh, saving her. Um, so I don't want to belittle what Cortana is or who she is. Uh, you know, Samus, Samus has, has some really strong abilities. She does, but you know, at, at the end of the day, Master Chief has, has the overshield. He has super speed, super strength. He has that strategic mind and it's all, optimized by an AI that was designed to optimize those specific things in this exact situation. So really this comes down to the same thing the last one did. Like, can either of these opponents get the other one out of their armor? 
because if you get Master Chief out of his armor, like, he doesn't have that overshield anymore. Uh, now, is Cortana, is she directly into his brain, or is that his armor that she's hacked into? Or... It's in the armor. She's in okay. a, an expansion slot in the armor. So really, it just comes down to getting the other person out of their armor, which is going to be a difficult feat for either one of them. Um, like, I, well, I would I love to, to hear your argument like... as to how uh, Master Chief could get Samus out of her armor, because, I mean, her armor has an ability, for example, that shrinks her entire body to the size of a little ball that can jump around and sneak around, and I, th I think the ball even had, like, an electro-charge ability of some sort. I, it's been years since I've played those games, but... Yeah, um... she has charge combos. Yeah, like charge combos, and when she's in the, the when when she's like sh her armor is is uh, um, shrunk her you know shrunk her down to the, the size of a basketball. Um, it might th that's be a little be harder hard to, hit. to hit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be harder to hit, but she also can do significantly less in that mode. Um, right, you know, that's and fair. depending on what abilities we want to give everybody, I mean. You know, there there are points where Master Chief has a jetpack and can fly around the map. And just like with D.Va, your ability to fly gives you a very big advantage. Well, she can right. shoot them out of the air with uh, the multiple beams and cannons she has. She has missiles. Um, I, what I'm saying is you're not going to get Samus out of her suit. It's biologically bound to her. It has become a part of her. So... You, you when you injure the suit, you're injuring her. So that could actually be a a disadvantage because she feels pain. That's a good point. I didn't think of. So wait, so she actually feels pain when the suit is damaged. Uh, yeah. The, obviously the, since the suit has become, is a part of her, um, it, it has a higher tolerance. Obviously it, it has gravity shields and it has all these type of things, but when it comes down to it, since it is a part of her, I imagine she can feel it. Well, I mean, if that's the case, then that's a really big difference because when you're shooting Master Chief's armor, he doesn't feel any of that. But it does chip away at it. Um, it, I mean, it's it'd have to be a pretty direct hit with something pretty powerful because, I mean, he does have the overshield, um, which is something she doesn't have. And if she's going to get hurt, like physically pained when she gets hit with a sticky grenade or gets hit with some rounds from the assault rifle, that's going to distract her. That's going to lose her focus over time. And if that's the case, I, I would still take Master Chief in that fight because he's not going to feel that pain until much later on in that fight. Hmm. What do you think, Zach? You're going to be the mediator for this one. Oh, I don't know. This is really tough. Um, I mean, I like both of these characters, and but it's not a matter of who I like. It's a matter of who would win in a fight. Exactly. And... De Derek was, was playing the... We love Cortana card. Hardcore. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you, you, you insulted Cortana, and I don't think we should play that game. She's a very <laughs> significant character, especially when paired with Master Chief. I don't want to belittle that. Yeah. Uh, gosh. I mean, again, it, it really boils down to who can get the other person out of their armor. And if, I feel like if, if Samus is feeling pain, then she's going to be more vulnerable and more susceptible. If he can hit her. If she's in that small ball, like you said, the right. target is smaller. Okay, if he's in the air, but he's he's got an, he's got a machine gun basically. You know, it's an assault rifle. He can so he's shooting a spread of of ammo. He's got tons of different types of grenades that he can throw. The idea that when she's in that little ball mode, is she can't get hit at all. I mean, I don't buy that. I, I've played Metroid games, and you can still take damage in that mode. 
Right, it, but it's it's a matter of whether or not his aim. I mean, you said Cortana can take over his aim, but it's, if its aim is good enough to shoot her in that mode, and also like it depends on the map. Like, is she sneaking up through something behind him and then using a shot combo in this ball form to like? I feel like one one shot combo of any kind would probably get rid of his overshield. I mean that that may be true, but then he'd still have his regular armor abilities. You know, she might have an element of surprise given that opportunity, but. In a straight one-on-one fight where you know that it's happening, his ability to to fly, shoot sprays of bullets, throw grenades, and have the accuracy of a hyper intelligent OCR, um, uh, excuse me, hyper intelligent AI, um, he's gonna hit Samus. And the question is, how many times does he have to hit her for that pain to become distracting? I don't think it's gonna take a lot of hits. I mean, if she gets hit with a grenade or she gets hit with you know a round of bullets, what's that feel like to her? That's yeah. the question. <laughs> that, that but you're fair. the one who's saying that she ta- that she feels pain. Master Chief doesn't feel that pain until it's through his armor. So if he gets hit with you know some of her her charges in the ball form, yeah, it might knock down his overshield, but he's not in pain. So she would have to do that multiple times. Where if he hits her with one grenade or hits her with one round of ammo, she's physically in pain already. So let's talk about the ammo. He has 99 bullets in that pulse rifle, and we know that. Um, she is limited what? to 50 beams. About? The assault rifle can the hold hundreds of rounds. Is, I'm, is, are you sure? I mean, I'm pretty sure it's 99 sure. rounds. I don't remember how many rounds are in a single clip, but he can hold like four or 600 rounds total. Okay. So when he runs out, hers, uh-huh. hers doesn't run out. That's the difference. Her beams do not run out. They, they do have a cooldown, but... What happens when he runs out of ammo and grenades? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, if he runs out of everything, then he just pulls the sword and he has the sword, which, yes, of course, (laughs) runs down, too. But that's the style of the game. I would imagine that Samus has a limited amount of energy at her disposal. Which, I mean, there's a cooldown, like I said, but she doesn't physically run out, though. Well, that, that's a game mechanic, though. If we were to bring this into the real world, just like we did with D.Va, eventually that's going to run down power-wise, right? Hmm. So she, if she doesn't, you know, if she's using her pulse cannon and she's using her charges and things like that, that all takes energy away from her. And at some point, she's going to run out of power. So, so the question... She... Oh, go ahead. So the question is just, you know, how how does that work? And since the Metroid games don't ever use that as a mechanic, we have to assume that there's some analog to normal weapons. Now she uses it. Let's say I'm I'm throwing everything I got. Uh, she uses her ice beam. She freezes Master Chief, and then she either gets up close and and you know knocks down his armor, knocks down everything off of, strips it off of his his body, and then now he's exposed. What do you do then? Well, yeah, I mean, at that point, you just have a genetically engineered and trained super soldier who still is basically, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator, you know, putting up a good fight. So the the difference is still that you have to get him to that point. There's so many ifs. And the only if for Samus is what if he hits her and she's immediately in pain, whether that's with the bullets from his gun, whether it's with the sword, whether it's with a pistol or a sniper rifle or one of his half dozen different grenades, you know, whatever he hits her with, she's immediately in pain. Whereas the other way around, well, what if she freezes him and then she gets his armor off and then she hits him? Like there's just, there's more steps to that. And 
there's less opportunity, I think, for her ifs to happen than his one if. Huh. Zach, do you are you willing to let Samus die in this one? I mean, I'm not happy about it, but Derek, <laughs> Derek's converted me. <laughs> I just think her light, I and that's why I brought that up. I think her light support, life support system is is very flawed in that reason, in that right. reasoning that she can feel pain. It's it's become her. She's a part of the suit. It would be a very it would be a very close battle, but yeah, I, I don't think Samus would, would emerge the victor. Like I'm not saying she would never win, but I think if they if they fought ten times, I think that you know I think Master Chief is going to win six seven of those times. Right. It's sheer willpower at that point. It's it's whoever whoever is willing to not stop. <laughs> and I mean you know Master Chief has done some crazy stuff. I mean he's jumped out of spaceships chasing a bomb into the atmosphere of of the planet and crazy things like that. So you know he's he's done some pretty intense things fighting the flood which is an entire basically zombie army um you know just just to get cortana back not even to to really fight the bad guys so So you're saying his will is unmatched from our group of characters yes i think i think that's a good point his his focus he's he's the john wick of (laughs) 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 he's the boogeyman you know his focus is unmatched in his willpower. <laughs> yeah. So All right. Are we going with Master Chief then? I think we're going with Master Chief. I think we're going with basically anyone that Derek defends. <laughs> no, no, no. No, because I, I, I actually thought that Diva was going to win, and we ended up going with Link. But, so. but he actually brought in – yeah, you you found the the Link. That was huge. <laughs> in the All armor. Right, so we are tight on time here. Let's get through – one more matchup so we can finish the left side of our bracket, and that's Gordon Freeman from Half-Life and Star Fox from, of course, Star Fox. Uh, well, I mean, I'll just I'll just yeah. jump right in then here. Yeah. Um, Gordon Freeman, I mean, he is just a regular dude, but he's got a powerful suit. Um, <laughs> Star Fox, I mean, I love the Star Fox games, and, and I think he's he's a badass hero. But when he's not in the cockpit of of his uh, his jet or whatever it's called, uh, what good is he? Like, what what does he bring to the table? Whereas Morgan Freeman has taken down, like in in the you just called him Morgan Freeman. <laughs> God damn it, uh, Gordon. Gordon Freeman. It's been a long well, Morgan, day. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is God, and so yeah, I think so that he would beat Star Fox. He would win. <laughs> he would win. But Gordon Freeman, with his, his his weapons and his grab gun and his tenacity, like the entire game is is, is around is, the premise is around him taking down creatures and uh, mechanical things that are significantly larger than him. No, it, it's a fair point. Um, I love Star Fox. Uh, I was really bummed about how Star Fox Zero was received, and so I never picked it up. I, I'm a huge fan of the franchise. But at the end of the day, he's a fighter pilot. He is a fighter pilot in space and in the air, and that's what he is good at. He can fly around and and gun people down from that standpoint. When you take him out of the R-Wing and you put him on the ground, yeah, he's, he's got a pistol and he's got um, you know a couple fun shield abilities and some bombs and stuff. But... You know, he's not necessarily a hand-to-hand combat kind of guy. Um, 
Well, let me let me ask you this. What's the um, – so if he's not a hand-to-hand combat guy, then he must be a thinker, right? He has the ability – he's a strategic player in this game. So what do you think? He Do you think he's smart enough to come up with a way to uh, subdue Gordon? I mean a lot of it's going to come down to – him using his abilities in a really intelligent way. He's got some really cool ones between um, some of his shielding abilities, some of his bomb abilities, his speed. You know, he can outrun them. He could definitely outrun them, and maybe it's a maneuvering kind of thing. Um, if he was given any of his vehicles, and he does have some ground vehicles, you know, then I, I don't think it's a contest. I think it's Star Fox all the way. But that's what he's good at is his vehicles. And so if you strip him of those... I don't think he's going to match with somebody like Freeman who lives in this post-apocalyptic world and has to use you know, nothing but his wits and what he can find. Well, yeah. go ahead, Zach. Nail it, man. Get him. No, I mean, that's... I have nothing to, to follow up to that. Like, Derek, Derek expanded on my point and, and made it more adequately than I did. Well, his suit is high-impact reactive armor, so I imagine... Running over him in any of the vehicles is probably not going to kill him. It will severely hurt him. Um, it may no, damage. I didn't, the I didn't think of running over. I felt more of like if he had the tank, you know, and he's shooting oh, him yeah. with a tank or something, you know. But again, like I'm not, you know, does he have the tank? Like he has to have the tank in order for that scenario to work, or he has to have the R wing in the atmosphere, and um, that's not really that doesn't really fit the spirit of what we're doing here. So. I, what I, I say, would say, I feel like the grav gun with with the grav gun, he, he could pretty easily uh, fuck up any of Star any of uh, Star Fox's vehicles, uh, bring him down to Earth, and then, like you said, like when he when he's out of his ship, he he's got nothing. And and we know that uh, Gordon Freeman is a uh, theoretical physicist. He's got a PhD in it, so we know he's got the wits. He can figure out a way to subdue Starfire's ship. He also oh definitely. Oh yeah, he also you know worked on nuclear and subatomic uh, materials for the government. Yeah, he, he's a highly intelligent person. Whereas Star Fox, you know, he really is following in his dad's footsteps. Um, you know, as as a uh, as a fighter pilot essentially, and we need that, right? Like it's a great game. Don't get me wrong, but you know, in hand to hand combat on the ground or something like that, I just I don't think he's matching up to a guy like Freeman. So exactly. let's give him one small ship. What do you think? For Freeman to destroy. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> it depends on what it is. If it's a tank, I think that that Star Fox would be able to hold his own with a tank, but I feel like having to give him a tank is unfair. Well, we give no, him, having a, gravity to give him gun. a tank actually levels the playing field. Yeah, we give him a gravity but, gun. You know, but I don't know. It's, 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 I guess it's the nature of, of the, the thing, you know. Um, Star Fox is the only one on our list, at least so far, that you really play primarily in a vehicle. You're not so much playing him. And that's a big distinction because pretty much everybody else on this list is a character of themselves that you control as they are. That's fair. You know, and so I think that that puts him at a disadvantage. So if you give him the tank, all right, you give him the tank. The tank's not the most maneuverable thing in the world. It's why I hate those ground levels so much. Um, it can hover for a little bit, and maybe there's a situation where you know he hovers up and like drops on Freeman. Um, there's some possibility there, but 
I, I don't know. I'm having a hard time seeing it go a different direction. I I think I think Gordon gets this one, man. I really do. Yep. I think he takes down any vehicle he gets, with the exception to a tank, because um, that would be unfair. He takes down any vehicle he gets with a gravity gun, and uh, whether that vehicle has a weakness in the air or on the ground, I, I think Gordon will figure it out, honestly. Um, so at that point, we've got him out of the vehicle, and he's fought aliens, he's fought creatures, he's fought undead-type things. Yeah. He knows how to take them out. Um, so I think, I think I'm think i going to give this to Gordon, G-Man, as we should say. Um <laughs> All right, so let's recap real quick. So we had Mario beating Rayman. We had Link taking on and beating D.Va. Master Chief took out Metroid, or Samus, excuse me, from Metroid. And Gordon Freeman beat out Star Fox. So Mario will go up against Link in round two and Master Chief against Freeman. Um, that's pretty much all the time we have for today. The next time we do this, which may not be next week, but the next time we do this, we're going to finish off the right side of our bracket. Crash Bandicoot is going to go against Spyro. Sonic the Hedgehog against Bayonetta. Phoenix, which is uh, from Gears of War, against Laura Croft from Tomb Raider. Nova of StarCraft is going to go up against the Big Daddy from Bioshock. And those are our remaining four matchups in round one of our Sweet 16. Um, anything else you guys want to add in this week's episode, guys? I mean, I do think it's funny that uh, the Mario versus Link round of the week after next could basically be decided uh, just by playing some Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if yeah, you put I Samus mean, and Star Fox in there too. I mean, they're they're pretty much Smash Brother characters as well. No, they are. That's kind of why I set the bracket the way I did. You know, um, thinking that maybe the uh, the semifinals or the I guess the quarterfinals would have some Smash Brothers stuff, but. Uh, we'll, we'll get one of those. So. Maybe we should yeah. just uh, play it and record it, <laughs> and that'll be the podcast that day. <laughs> Maybe we we'll can. Have to do like, we'll have to do like 10 rounds for research. It's not it's, a bad idea. We could set the computer and have it simulate like 100 of them or something. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So, All right, well, then that's going to be it for us. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes if you do. Uh, we've got a contest going. When we reach 10 reviews, we're going to give away a free console game. Uh, that could be for Xbox One, PS4, or the Nintendo Switch. Um, maybe even a 3DS or a Vita if that's your style. We'll talk about it. Uh, so go check us out at heroespodcast.com. We will be back next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.